Mikey, Mikey and Remy Dan. Yum. A show about the serious and not so serious parts of our edible world. Let's eat. Hi, everyone. It's Mikey. And Rin. And welcome to Mikey and Rin Eat In. Eat In. The inaugural episode. Yes. Um, you might be able to hear some background noise, maybe. What is it? It is uh, my grandma's sauce bubbling away in... That sounded weird. It's, it's it, my... I, I'm, I'm it's been bubbling sauce. away since your grandmother died <laughs> yeah, 20 years ago. Exactly. It's, it's really reduced. I am making the sauce um, as a tribute to the sauce that she used to make. And yeah, simmering away on the stove. Along with some uh, brujol that I made as well. That's great. That leads into what we're going to talk about on this show. <laughs> so this is our show about food and all things therein. We're going to talk about the food that we're eating. We're going to talk about the food that you should be eating. We're going to talk about food politics. We're going to interview awesome food people, people that cook on television, people that cook and make cookbooks. We're going to cook with people, all sorts of stuff. Yep. Yep. But this first episode, we wanted to introduce you to kind of who we are. And we want to do that through food that we've cooked tonight, but then also through stories that we're going to tell and, you know, things about kind of who we are as, as eaters and as food people. Yeah, I think really just what brought us to this place today. We are, Mikey and I are both very inspired by food and motivated by food and think about food. (laughs) All the time. Too much. Yeah, probably too much. Um, But it's something that really, I think, brings us a lot of great joy. And there's so much richness within the world of food. Um, Yeah. And so much to explore and to learn and to talk about. Mm. So... That's what we're here to do. Agreed. And we're going to really try and not eat on microphone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I Uh, say try because I cannot make any guarantees. Oh, fuck no. When I, um, so we each made some dishes that were kind of like our, like what represents us. Yes. Do you want me to go first? Yes. Talk about your representative food. I'll go first because I went first. You did. You did. Mikey could not delay the gratification of eating. I made my food and Karini, like hers is a the sauce she was talking about and it's cooking down for a while. And I was like, oh, I'm not waiting for hours. <laughs> the nature of a ragu is that you have to wait. That's true. It's, well, and it's about fellowship, right? Yes. The sauce cooking in the pot. Yes. Relationships. Marrying cooking together. in the living room. Yeah, yes. you get to all talk. You get to hang out on the couch and watch grandma drink too much vermouth. <laughs> I don't know if that was your grandma's she thing. She definitely did not drink too much vermouth. Oh, too My bad. grandma was she too busy. She should have drank more. She was too busy taking care of everyone. Right. And making sure that everyone was happy and well fed and yeah. having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. She probably should have had a little more vermouth. Oh, yeah. I wish she had. She her. did drink. I can't remember now if it was a Manhattan or an old fashioned. I think it was Manhattan. I think that was her drink. Um, I'm channeling your grandmother lately. You have been. I've yeah. been. I've been. I'm. I've been a kind of a beer man. I guess beer, mm-hmm. wine. I, I'll take to all comers. I'm really like. I was not, gonna say. <laughs> I'm not a particular to any sort of drink, but I've only been drinking Manhattans lately. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, yes. more than old fashioned. Yep. Because Manhattan is my drink. It's vermouth, whiskey. Bitters and a fucking cherry. Mm. It's so good. And I don't really like sweet drinks, but it's like just, and I can have like, you know, one of them and feel like great. So then I usually have three or four. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, me and your grandmother would have fucking had such a good time. Oh my God. Just the, the um, passion with which you eat would have, it just would have been, it would have delighted her well, to like, no end. One of my favorite stories about your family and food was that your dad, every time, your dad was like a wrestler and like, he's like a muscly dude. And every time he would go over to your grandmother's house, the way that I've been told it is that he would eat like two pounds of pasta. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I mean, he was 
always the last at the table. I, you know, I will say that it was a bit of a competition, a bit of a race to the bottom sure. between me and my father. I like the race to the bottom. I don't think that means what you think it means. A food contest. Well, a I think race, there's a to, race the to the bottom. I usually think of it as like a race to the bottom is like, um, uh, like Bush was was. Bush was in a race to the bottom to be the worst president. Yeah, exactly. Trump. I'm oh. saying a race to the bottom because you're going to have indigestion and oh. <laughs> possibly shit your pants that night. That's a real race to the bottom. You've eaten far too much food. <laughs> a race you to are bottom. a 10 year old child. God, that's amazing. I like that you use it correctly. Oh, yeah, of course. And I did. double entendre. I'm smart. Yes. Wow. Thank you. I'll give you more credit. <laughs> We just got married. We actually just met recently, everybody. <laughs> okay, so I'll dig into my... So I don't know where I want to start with my food story. Like, I have always been hungry. I've always been kind of a fat kid. I never was actually really a fat kid. Still not really fat, but I am... I think isn't fat just a... Fat is a frame of mind. <laughs> I'm thick in the way that I think. I'm a thick thinker. I think about food. I wake up dreaming about food. I'm not much of a midnight snacker, but I think about food all the time and could eat 24 hours a day, Mm -hmm. 100% of the time of my life. Uh, And it's always been that way. I've been, I used to steal a lot of food out of the fridge. I used to, any money that I had, extra money that I had as a little kid, I would go buy candy or buy food. My mom is an insanely good cook. And I think she is, she's an Irish woman. Uh, pink and see-through, but she aspired to be an Italian mother. Like she, we had a lot, we had a big garden growing up. She cooks these like just insanely decadent meals all the time, even when it's not called for. And she, I think just taught me to, I don't know. Well, our family would be the, the family that would travel and we'd be talking about lunch at breakfast, dinner at lunch, and then the next day's food at dinner. It's definitely the way that I knew that not only like you were my person, but that this family was a family that I belonged with mm-hmm. um, because we were eating muffalettas, <laughs> if I remember okay, yeah. correctly, which is a sandwich stuffed with so much meat that you should never have to eat again. It's many sandwiches in one sandwich. Yes. Yeah, yeah. For sure. It's like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You're done. Yeah, it's too much. One meal that day. Sure. Especially one meat meal. Yes. Don't eat more meat than that. No, no, no. Yeah, but do. And yet, we were at the table in Mikey's parents' home, and (laughs) the first first order of business was figuring out what was for dinner. Yeah. And- You're welcome. It was then that I knew. Mm Mm-hmm. And the day, oh, this is actually a good a good way to go. The way that I knew that you were my person was we were at Bistro Gentil, which is this restaurant in Napa where I went to culinary school. And I ordered, I think tomato soup was really famous there. I can't really remember what I ordered, but I ordered something that I had ordered a bunch. And I didn't really know you that well yet. Like we were kind of like just starting to date. We like traveled out there together. Um, and you ordered the beef tartare. Which was, I think it was a pound <laughs> of freshly ground beef, an egg, truffle oil, I think. And you fucking ate every moment of that shit. For sure. And I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to be this turned on ever again. <laughs> I've peaked. <laughs> I knew it. It's funny because it arrived at the table and it occurs to me now that it was probably meant to be a shared plate 100% I think it was literally in the shared category yeah it was and it didn't occur to me until right now that like I don't know I should have like stretched out my legs so I didn't pull a hammy or something eating all that food you know but it was like it didn't even cross my mind that no oh this is this is a shared plate I should probably offer Mikey some yeah you did take a bite but it wasn't I did I don't remember oh wow this is so much food right we should share this is what always cracks me up when we watch the bachelor or bachelorette don't judge us. It's the fucking best. And <laughs> it's not, it's the worst. Oh, it's but. the worst, but it's predictable. It's brainless. It's totally. so much drama. I love it. And they never eat Mm-mm. ever. Mm-mm. Like they'll, they'll have their, like they'll be at a beautiful place and someone's obviously made them gorgeous food and they never eat. Or I always love the stories about, you know, women that are out on a first date and they're like, I'll have a side salad. And like from the jump, you were like, no, I'm going to go ahead and eat 
enough meat to kill a <laughs> a child. <laughs> Something yeah, like that. It was so good. So yeah. So I grew up in a family that loved food. I've always loved food. I cooked a lot. Uh, but then, you know, but I never really worked in kitchens until it was time. Like I was thinking about going to grad school and I almost went to get my doctorate in psychology. And then the last minute I was like, I don't know. I have to follow something that's creative. I have to do something that's involving people. And food for me has been like always the glue that brings everybody together. Everybody comes together around the table. Everybody comes together. Like your best stories are always like, you know, we had this great meal or I had drank too much or like whatever. Like it never, it's never like, man, I was doing my taxes and <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like everything revolves. I think great life stories revolve around food. And so I went to, I decided to go to culinary school. And so I went to uh, CIA in Napa Valley and then I've been making food since then. And I work as a culinary innovation consultant. I help people come up with the wildest, some kind of the like Willy Wonka for hire. And I help people come up with really cool food that hopefully no one's ever seen before. So I love food. My dish that I decided to make tonight combines my two favorite foods. What are my favorite foods, you ask? <laughs> Excellent question. Great question. So glad you asked. Yeah. Um, so most people think that I'm a chef and like that I'm going to have some really fancy thing that's my favorite food. No. My favorite food is a club sandwich. It's beautiful in its simplicity. I also It's one of the it's one of the things that that makes me feel real bristly. Oh yeah. Around. I, I can't Ooh, this has almost led to divorces. Yeah, I can't. One we'll divorce. go to this like Ours. new place and it's like, oh, look at this really fun sandwich shop. Oh my God, they're doing such interesting, innovative things. Yep. I'm gonna get this. And then Mikey inevitably yeah. will say, I'll have a club sandwich. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way that when I go to an Italian restaurant, if I'm going to a new Italian restaurant, I want to try your spaghetti meatballs because it's simple. And if you do that shit right, then I will explore. Not to say I'm not like if we I mean, we eat we eat a club sandwich style restaurants very infrequently. We mostly eat Thai. We, eat, you know, I don't know. We eat a lot of different food and club sandwiches are not often on offer. Yeah, true. But a club sandwich, the bread has to be right. The bacon has to be cooked perfectly. There has to be just enough mayonnaise. It has to be crisp vegetables. And I love them. They're so yummy. My other favorite food is pizza. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to make, I think, what I believe is called a piadine. Uh, at one of my favorite, so Trevigne Pizzeria in Napa was this place. They did a thing called a piadine, and it's a salad pizza, basically. So it's <clears throat> cooked uh, pizza dough pizza crust. And then it's, uh, you know, sometimes a Caesar salad or something else on top. So I did all the ingredients of a club sandwich on top of a pizza crust and look at our social media on our Instagram and you will see the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Beautiful, local, thick cut bacon, local in season, like mixed greens. There's Mizuna, there's arugula. Um, I have this like white cheddar from Beecher's in Seattle that I like chopped up into like big chunks. And then um, this white anchovy, uh, lemon anchovy dressing that I put over the top. I forgot anything. Oh, Mama's Lil Peppers. Mm. I mean, a piadine is kind of the perfect food because you're getting like heavy veggie. Naughtiness. Oh, yeah. You're getting like a beautiful, bright dressing of some variety. Yeah. And then you're getting crispy bread-like substance. Yeah. Which is Well, you get magical. pizza and depending on what you put on it, you know, you have, it's it's like the guiltless pizza. Yeah. So you're like, Basically I, ate, food. I ate a fucking salad. It's yeah. like people like, it's like having a Bloody Mary. Like I drank a salad <laughs> yeah. with vodka, but it's, I just think it's so beautiful. And then you can roll it up kind of like a taco. Yep. You're just, you're getting cold. And, and the way I like it is when, if it's real fresh, pizza is still hot. And then the salad's on top, but it's quick enough that the salad can still be cold. And so you're eating, you get some texture and, and temperature differential. Right. Oh. And super easy to make at home, right? Like, I mean, I just, you, so I made the dough. Yeah. And then but I. But don't, don't have to necessarily. No, you could very easily buy pre-made dough from your favorite pizzeria or whatever. they. Or you can, if you're local to Portland, um, 
you can go to Tabor Bread. They oh, have sure. My favorite. They do a you know sourdough based um, everything. Yeah. <laughs> and the pizza dough is mm. epic. But this is this is also kind of like a pro tip is. If you have a favorite pizzeria, they would love to sell you their dough. Oh, yeah. Like there, you can go in and get a ball of dough for that. five bucks or whatever, yeah. and it's awesome. And then you can just you roll it out or toss it however you want to go crazy. What I did tonight was I grilled it. So cool. I just get the grill blazing hot. I you know I have my dough that's all tossed and and spread or whatever, and then I usually just like oil it with a little bit of olive oil, and then I just with tongs just throw it on there and stretch it out as much as you can onto the grill. And I mean it's it's a quick cook. Like it it you know, it'll cook fast. So you got to stay out and watch it, but you know, something like three to four minutes on each side. And I usually do like, I'll do little kind of 45 degree turns. So it has like some, some kind of cross marks on the, mm. the pizza, but then you just bring it in. I, I put a little finishing like garlic finishing oil on top and then just tossed my, <laughs> toss my salad. Yeah, you did. <laughs> my own salad. Um, and auto analingus is what we call that. Mm-hmm. And then I, um, put it on top little more dressing, cut, 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 and then just- Super quick. It was so, it's so fast. And I made enough pizza to feed 10 people. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, with like one, do. yeah, with one big ball of dough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so good. And I just feel like it, to me, it hit ticks all the marks, right? It's like acidic. It's a little bit guilty, but then I don't feel super bad because there's like a salad on top. Mm-hmm. And it's- Crunchy. So, crunchy mm-hmm. and it definitely represents kind of who I am because I'm always like I I would like to front and say that I'm like an athlete and I and I do work out like nine days a week you wouldn't tell <laughs> um but uh but yeah but I ultimately want to like I want to feel like I eat healthfully like this is like homemade most stuff in here mm-hmm. um it's delicious it's seasonal but I don't know bitch it's also kind of naughty yeah yeah who are you who am I good How question That is a larger question than what we have time for right now. Mm -hmm. But um, in the food space, I um, love food and have um, had many different relationships and evolving relationships with food through the years. Um, I was a vegetarian for a long time, Mm. a vegan for a hot minute, um, and found that that didn't really work for my body. Um, Mm. My body tends to do better with like meat and veg. Um, and, but that was a cool discovery. Yeah. The way that I transitioned from being a vegetarian to a carnivore again mm. was I was having kind of a t- tricky, challenging time in my life and went to bed one night, had a really lucid dream. And I'm not a super lucid dreamer by mm. nature. I dream, but they're not, I don't feel like I'm actively there, <laughs> Sure. but this was like, I was literally at my grandmother's table. I could smell sauce. I could like feel what the table felt like. It was like, I was seriously transported there. Mm. And my grandma. Drugs sound amazing. Oh my God. What kind of drugs are you in? I know. Unbelievable. I wish I could get my hands on those again. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, but my grandma, I was just sort of telling her, giving her kind of a state of the union of what was going on. And she kept serving me all of her things that she used to prepare, her meatballs, her brujol, her ribs, her pasta, without any utensils. So I was just eating like a piggy out of a trough mm-hmm. in my dream. And, I, and it was, again, so <laughs> lucid. I woke up that morning and I was like, I need to make my grandma's uh, sauce. So I went to this place called Guido's, which was a like this beautiful little. <laughs> I love that that's an actual name. Of oh, my God. Place. It was great. Beautiful <laughs> little market in, in Massachusetts. And I talked to the butcher. I was like, look, I've been a vegetarian for 10 years. You need to walk me through this. I think my grandma made her sauce with ribs. This guy totally knew what I was talking about. And I made ribs. I made pasta. I made meatballs. And I've never looked back. It mm. was like the happiest day of my life. <laughs> Um, Sounds so good. We should also explain that your family is Scottish. Definitely. Yeah, that's okay. important to know. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, Corinne's family is Calabrian. <laughs> yeah. So my, you know, grandmother's side of the family was from Calabria. Grandfather's side was from Bari. And so Southern Italian. Um, my grandfather was a butcher. So that was mm. a big part of my upbringing was meat that watching my grandfather like carve up meat, arriving at my grandfather's little store that he owned and seeing just like hanging pieces of meat outside of his store. <laughs> I was like, I know, you told me, to 
Yeah, you've told me some stories that I'm like, um, I think you'd be shut down for that. Oh, definitely. Just gutting a deer in the back? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, my grandfather's store was also in a part of Syracuse, which was it was not a wealthy part of Syracuse. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know if the if there was like health inspectors going into those neighborhoods. Sure. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, but or maybe there was kind of a nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Sure. I'll give you some a free six pack or whatever if you. Sure. Give me in. Yeah, his father um, opened the store. I'm not exactly sure how long after he got to because mm. um, he came over from Italy, but. Um, and then my grandfather took it over and made these beautiful subs and. Um, yeah. I know. I'm so bummed to have missed oh, that. God. Yeah. Such a good, delicious sub sauce on top. But anyway, every Sunday for from the time I was born, basically, until I was 18 years old and left the house. Yeah. We went to my grandmother's house and um, I grew up around a lot of other Italian American people. And it was like this was just what they did. I had no idea that like Sunday dinner kind of wasn't a thing until I went to college. (laughs) Um, But my grandfather would bring home the meat. My grandmother would cook the sauce. We'd always have sauce and pasta and then she'd have kind of accoutrements of meat and then like a little salad as well. Um, And the only other time, the only time during the week that I drank Pepsi, which was wonderful. (laughs) So good. Ball out. Oh, with your Pepsi. I know I didn't. Yeah, we didn't have, well, I didn't have any of those sorts of things in my life. Yeah, it was such a ritual. Didn't have right? family. Right. I mean, in around. Town, nope. Right? And then right. my, none of my grandparents had good relationships with, with food. Yeah. My grandfather, my mom's dad was, he loved food. Like he he definitely traveled a lot to eat. But he, I don't know, but it wasn't like he like, I don't know. I, I would love to sit sit down with him now and be like, see if he actually knew about what he was eating. Or if right. it was more just kind of like he loved lamb or, you know, whatever. But right. it, um, but both of my grandmothers, they didn't really cook, you know, they just, and they kind of, one of my grandmothers had a really weird relationship with food. I mean, one of the things that I think is really cool about having you and I on the show together, besides the fact that we're amazing is, uh, that you've, you've had a pretty complicated relationship with food mm-hmm. and definitely your family has, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, it's, sure. and I think that it'll be good to, you know, through our episodes to talk about like, I don't know, food is a complex issue. Yeah. You know, and there's, there's happiness in it. Like, I mean, it's always one of those things, right? You eat when you're happy, you eat when you're sad. Totally. Food's a thing that's always there. Totally. And it's, you know, but we're also going to talk a lot about, you know, food politics. There's a lot of. Yeah, food access. Gender food issues, you know, like. Totally. Yeah, we're, you know, really wanting to explore all the textures because that's the way that I think about eating, right, is just an exploration of texture and taste. Yeah, and- sure. Um, and that's really what the goal is of this podcast yeah. is to really like explore the space. Totally. Um, and the, you know, the good and the, the also not so good. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I just turned my sauce off. There is brujol that's just been simmering away in there. So, so brujol basically the, or the, you know, the way that I make it is a pork, um, Pork butt. <laughs> yeah. Pork shoulder um, that you pound out nice and thin. And this one specifically is copa. Copa. Which is what Cabana. they usually. Uh, the copa. Ha! But they uh, normally cure it mm-hmm. and then you slice it, you know, as like a cured meat. But this was, this was like trust. And we like sliced the butterfly to the part. Yeah. I must admit, Mikey helped me with the butchering of things because that's not my gift for sure. I love meat butchering. Um, And and then it's the, we use actually the fat from the copa. You can use any, you know, fat back in the, um, in the recipe. And it's just that, um, some parsley, some garlic, and a little locatelli cheese, which is a pecorino romano, the only one you should ever purchase. So good. Locatelli. It's It's so sharp and salty. It's freaking delicious. Um, And yeah, then you basically put the, you mash the mixture up so that it turns almost into a paste, spread it on your pounded out, like what, five inch by three three inch inch rectangles of pork, roll it up, and then you truss it. So tie them up. Tie them up. Yep. And then just to make sure they hold together and then sear them in some olive oil on all sides. And then my sauce is super simple. It's tomatoes, local tomatoes that I canned mm-hmm. um, in the fall. And basil, garlic, let that shit Rock. do its buck, work. Buck, buck. It's super, super simple. Um, and Are we eating with pasta? 
I didn't make any pasta, but I can. I don't need pasta. Yeah. I mean, I could just eat that shit on its own. It's so good. With my piadine, maybe. Ooh, I'll dip it in there. That might be real nice. Should we go eat? Yeah. I think I'm that'd into be it. A great idea. I hope that you guys are excited about the things that we're going to do this with the show. Yes. We have um, what you're going to be hearing next on our show is an interview that we did earlier today with our friend Janny, the host of Just Cook Janny on all your social platforms. Yes. And she came to our house and she came to our house and cooked us the most delicious. Don't tell what it is. I won't. I won't. You got to wait. Treat. You got to wait for it. Crispy, crunchy, yummy, yummy. For our tummies. Mm, 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 mm. So. What a gift. Stay tuned for our interview with Jenny. Stay tuned to our show in general. Yes. For all the food stuff. Yes. And we'd love for this to be collaborative. So. Totally. Um, Instagram is a yeah. great way to get a hold Mikey of us. At Mikey and Rin. Mm-hmm. At Mikey and Rin. And to get a hold of us via email. Yeah. If that's your preferred mode of communication. Yeah. It's let's eat at Mikey and and so our new website is MikeyAndRin.com. Check it out. All of our website, uh, all of our episodes are there, but also on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, all the shits that you listen to it on. Subscribe, tell your friends. And then like it. And like it. Like it. Like it. Like it. Just like it. Please. <laughs> all the recipes that we talk about on our show are going to be in the show notes. Yep. And let's go talk to Jenny. Let's do it. But for right now, let's go fucking eat. Let's eat. Okay, bye. <laughs> Don't put that anywhere on this. No, 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 that will be a music. Yeah, we'll have music covering that. And so, um, you gotta eat these when they're hot. Oh yeah. Why? Um, why are these? How are these so crispy? What's oh, okay. what's happening? So, lots so just of, take one and do a little oil. dip. Yeah, just dip it up. Okay. Might even want these like crispier. Um, it's a lot of layering, a lot of oil, crispy on the outside, a little bit soft in the middle. Depends on, like, my dad likes it thick and less crispy. My mom loves them thin and crispy. Woo! This is mine. Oh my God, that's so good. These are great when you're- Is it cool for you to do that? Hangover? Definitely. What's the, what is that traditional- So, I usually put Mm. eggs on it too, and just like Mm -hmm. make a little taco. Oh my God, Jenny. Good? That's so good. Testing one, two, three. Testicles three, two, one. Of course. Sounds great. Okay. I I do testicle jokes with everybody. Of course you do. Lesbian or not. Yes. That's why I appreciate you. Yep. Equal opportunity. um, (laughs) Off colorist. Mm -hmm. That's Mm. what you could call it. I'm just an inappropriate. I I stopped aging at 12. Oh. Intelligence wise. Fascinating. Mm Mm-hmm. My penis didn't though, so growing. Sorry, we'll just we'll leave it out. Um, so we haven't. This is our first episode of our show. So I know. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me here. I don't even know how to intro these sections. Yeah, I don't think we have to. I don't think so either. We just need to intro Janny. Yeah. And Janny's what Janny does. That's Mikey wonderful. And yeah. Randy show. I know we're having we're coming up with a theme right yeah. now. I think it's gonna. be- I loved your original. Your I'm last Mikey, theme. but yeah, you gotta. I think, I think to, it's gonna I think be. You could do it. I'm Mikey and I'm Rin and we're eating and yum. It's, it's close. We need. Fuck you. <laughs> we need a, we need How do you even deal with it? Like with the creativity, <laughs> like Carrie will say stuff, but she has no choice because it's my show. So I'm just <laughs> yeah. Like, well, we no, I will do it this we way. Have a, we have a pretty. Um, I don't know. I think we've got a good like combo of the two of our brains. Cause if it was all you, it'd be all dick and fart. And if it was all <laughs> me, all. That, 99% about, at least opinions. if it was all me, it'd be like too academic and stiff or something. So I feel like the two of them together, I don't yeah. know. We, we come up with, we make magic. That's well, like, what I'm saying. Jenny. You, you both are pretty magical. So just a couple of unicorns. <laughs> I mean, when we started talking about this show. Like I was immediately like, all right, we're going to have like, I'm going to have an eating contest. I'll see how many like taquitos I can eat on microphone with someone. And then Yerini was like, we should talk about like food politics and like, you know, and food scarcity in our country. Like all this like sad, you know, serious stuff, which is all true yes. and right. wonderful to talk about. So we're going to do both. We're going to talk about realness and we're going to talk about, Childish things. 
As it should be. Because I thought about it too. Like, well, am I giving anything to the world with a random show about scallion pancakes or a show with my parents? Mm -hmm. But all you want to do is entertain, make make people laugh and teach them something. Yeah. Right? That's what it's about. Like a lot of the podcasts. And educating. I I listen to some like dry podcasts that are like, you know, about politics or about, I don't know, just situations that like I need to know about these things. Like I want to know about like, you know, people being stripped of, you know, women's health, you know, rights and access to healthcare and, you know, those things. But it's like, I can't only listen to that. I also need stuff that can make me laugh and keep me happy because the world is sad. Right. Right. So we can blend it. Yeah. I mean, what would the world be without Ted Lasso right now? Amen. I think we should all take a moment of silence for Teddy. Season three, season three next year or this year. Sometime. I don't know. They're just started filming. Coming soon. They started filming. Yeah. Um, all right, let's well, let's, Janny. yeah, so we're here with our friend, Janny. Hi. Hi. <laughs> See ya. What's up? <laughs> Janny. Thank you. Tell us about yourself. Um, hi, my name is Janny Huang. I have been dead. Oh, you should see it when I have a cold. It's amazing. Now I'm blushing. You can't even tell because I'm Asian. FYI. I'm Asian. Hi, my name is Janny. I'm Asian. Hi, Janny. Asian. <laughs> and lesbian. Um, it's what defines me, actually. Um, I've been cooking for. Do you have a good word for that? Lesbian? Asian? Lesbians. Lesbians. That was the name of your, your girl group in wow. the 80s. The best is that my dad is like a subscriber to my newsletter and I have to be semi careful about what I write. Cause I was t- thinking about writing, you know, when I used to have parties at 2 AM until 2 AM at sure. their house while they were out playing Mahjong. And I'm like, are, am I ready to tell them that? Yet? Yeah. Statute of limitations. I'm in my forties now. I feel like it's time. I feel like there's a parental Happy statute 80th. of limitations. Yeah. Like where it's like, you can't get in trouble for this anymore. I recently just revealed right? to my parents a couple of things that I had held since I was a kid. Secret. And how'd it go? Um, well, one of them was my sister had to have surgery, a pretty major surgery because of it. And, um, so that, I think they were pretty pissed about that. She, I threw a playing card at her. I was babysitting her, threw a playing card, like, and it stuck in her eye. Shut the front door. That is not right. And you never, you never told them? Well, the the most not right part of it is that he then got her on board to say that she fell off the bed, right? No, she was jumping on the bed and stuck her (gasps) fingernail in her eye. My sister, like, wouldn't jump on the bed. Like, she's not, like, a rambunctious kid. She older or younger? Younger. Yeah. And, like, I totally had her live for 25 years. Wow. Yeah. So I think they were just, it was par for the course. They, they wow. heard that. Did like, she get grounded or anything? She didn't no, get in trouble. No, it wasn't. No. That's fine. No. But she wow. was actually hurt. She was like actively hurt. Like she like did something to her eyeball that I think she had to have surgery for. Yeah. Yeah. So you anyways. stuck a car, a playing card in your sister's <laughs> eyeball. I mean, I think that the moral That's of the like, story is, who is this gambit? I have like the wow. best aim. I was able to hit You're her with a playing card in the eye. I know. I should do that. Whatever that guy's name is, that comedian who fucking fires cards through apples i keep forgetting i can curse now like i have no kids oh yeah definitely curse. Please. weird yeah. oh, okay. not g-rated balls. oh geez sorry <laughs> <laughs> all right let's write anyway, it okay. so yeah he was introducing i've been herself. cooking for over 20 years now um awesome. probably even longer considering um i was nine when i was making maybe even younger than that making scallion pancakes but uh i got laid off of my first job and decided let's go to culinary school went to culinary school where at again? Uh, French Culinary Institute, you know, where okay. Bobby Flay went. Uh-oh. Cool. <laughs> FCI, no reason. Yeah. No reason, no reason at all. Bobby yeah, Flay. Name dropping now. Yeah, and so, you know, and then decided I don't like school. So I dropped out and I needed a full time job. So I ended up working at Condé for um, a couple of years. And then a job opened up at Food Network and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll go work there. They so graciously hired me. I'm not sure why, but they did. What was the um, job? I was a web designer. Okay. I was a web designer for foodnetwork.com. Okay. Yeah. Um, second, third to third longest job I've had, four years. Yeah. Where I met the love of my life, Carrie Welch. Oh. And uh, we had some idiotic dream to open up a restaurant. Yeah. And decide to move to Portland, Oregon, <laughs> sure. quit our cushy jobs. Carrie actually was a hostess at Bar American. Oh. oh, on the weekends while she's the VP of Food Network PR. No. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. And the best was, I think everyone there, she told me that everyone thought that she was um, a plant because Bobby <laughs> talked to her so much. Amazing. 
Wait, but did you guys, did you go to school at the same time as him? No. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. He's but, much older than me. Okay, I mean, you not guys that much. Knew older. him from there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The way so, that you said it, I was like, did sorry, you guys yeah, go no, no, to no, school no. together? Thank at, you for clarifying. No, worries. no that, I was just like a big fan. I was and really then, hoping for some hot gossip. No, like, no, no. Guys do together. No, but Carrie. I mean, Carrie might have more stories. I don't even know. She might not have told me everything, but um, this sounds fun. She asked Bobby for for a job because she last thing that she had on her resume was Denny's, like when she was sixteen. So she's like, Bobby, I need a job. I want to open up a restaurant in New York, uh, in Portland, Oregon. He's like, Carrie, don't do it. Oh, so he told us yeah. not to do it, but we're like, screw it. We're going to do it anyway. Because so he, of what? Uh, cause it's hard yeah. mm-hmm. and there's no money in it. Right. You know, those are good. Reasons. All those things. I was just wondering if he was being like a shitty New Yorker. Oh like no, Portland no. Or something like what's he, what is Portland, Oregon? <laughs> you know, I think he did a Portlandia episode where he's like, you mean Marion Berries, Blackberries or Blackberries. Yeah. No, Marion Berries. Yeah. Oh, he was like, they're Blackberries. With Bobby Flay? Yeah. I yeah. You got to watch it. It's pretty okay. funny. There's a clip on, online. And then he's like racing. Like, and you see him running. It's pretty funny. But uh, so, yeah, we moved out here, started Little Green Pickle because Carrie couldn't. Oh, no, wait. See, now, now I need to restart that. You messed up the story. I did. Right. Because I was like Little Green Pickle. Yeah. We decided to move out here and I staged at Lincoln. Mm-hmm. They hired me on the spot while I was still freelancing at a web design agency, yeah. ad agency in New York. So again, I was doing ad agency work in the morning and then working in a restaurant at night. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Carrie yeah. worked at Wildwood for three months. Mm. Couldn't carry six tr- six glasses on a tray, <laughs> and she's like, that is part of the requirement." Oh yeah, oh yeah. Valentine's Day, and I'll never forget it. She came home; it was like deuce after deuce, two tops, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so many two tops on Valentine's Day. So much love. <laughs> she, she comes home. She's like, so "I don't want to do it." I'm done. She's like, yeah. "I don't want to do it." No, yeah. I'm like, "Okay, great. I don't want to clean any more floors." Great. So then Little Green Pickle was born and then our food and drink uh, PR and web design Mm -hmm. agency. Great name. How'd you come up with the name? Well, our restaurant was going to be called Gherkin. Oh, Oh, I didn't realize that. So we thought- In high school, we always used to say to each other, quit jerking your Gherkin. Now I will. Oh, now I feel like I will open up a restaurant, and that will be my tagline. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. I will trademark. I mean, I mean, that'd be a great T-shirt. It could be a Caribbean, like a jerk chicken spot that also serves pickles and stuff. Yeah, jerk and jerk. Asian, Taiwanese Asian version. Sure. Who doesn't like spicy food? By the way. Yeah, is that right? Oh yeah, my mom laughed at me so hard because we went to this. They go to this Szechuan restaurant in Jersey. By the way, Cathay Twenty Two. If you ever get a chance in Jersey, go there right off of Twenty Twenty Two. Twenty Two. Everything on the menu is spicy. Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah, I would have to order the egg rolls, and I ordered the egg roll, and I didn't want anything else. And my mom just started laughing so hard she was crying. Yeah, and I'm like, cool. Not bothersome at all. Called out by my mom. Right? I mean, she's made me who I am, so I can't complain. But did you eat spicy food as a kid and you've sort of lost taste for it, or you were just never No, I just didn't like it. They must have traumatized me or something when I was a kid. Because something happened. I was like, I don't want to or something like that, where they made you eat Szechuan peppers. Uh Probably. And they probably thought it was funny. They were probably laughing so hard they were crying. It's like when yeah, you get caught smoking cigarettes and they make you smoke the whole pack of cigarettes. Yes. Or you swear and instead of washing your mouth out with soap, they just like stuck peppers peppers in in there. Yeah. Maybe. I like that. Yeah. So your mouth washed out with soap? I never did. I no. never. No. No, it's very abusive. No, I was ignored was, most of my childhood. I was the last child. I'm third child, so. Oh, so you were ignored. So you could just say, fuck it, Will. Yeah, it was great. That's why I had parties every weekend. Nice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they never knew. Or they knew, and then they just didn't tell me. So. There was like, ah, she's the forgotten about kid anyways. Just let her have her party. Yeah, it's fine. I like it. It's fine. Okay. When you had parties when you were younger, what were they like? Did you have booze? Did you make? Because oh, yeah. I think of you, Janie, as like the ultimate <laughs> entertainer. Little sidebar. The first time we hung out with Janie, um, we're told by mutual we, friends. Yes, out, we must be friends. Must be friends. And we went to Janie and Carrie's house. It was lovely. Janie prepared this beautiful meal, of which I somewhat remember. I short remember what ribs. I, made. I think mm. short ribs happened. Oh, Korean barbecue short ribs. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That yep, was yep. that was another thing that I make, chefs. Okay. 
And that's literally the only food memory I have from that evening because Janie is the kind of person where um, in the past, historically, if you are drinking with her and your glass is half full, she'll make sure it's full full. Like at well, it just, all I moments. would keep looking at my glass and I was like, didn't I just take three I thought, sips? I don't know. Maybe full? I didn't. Maybe I didn't drink as much as I thought I did. So we ended up, I peed in a sink. <laughs> well, after you peed on top of my vomit. Oh, in the because thing? I came home. Oops. I haven't vomited from alcohol since I was in my twenties. You're probably. Wel- you're welcome. And I came home, and why I chose the sink as the place to vomit? I right. don't know. The toilet's right there. Yeah, we but. Drove, That's a good we story. We drove over there thinking, oh yeah, we'll just have a couple glasses of wine, and then just whatever. A couple we had to Uber at home. Yep. Yep. And then yeah, we're we're destroyed. Do you, do you destroyed. remember what happened in my chair? No. Oh yeah, you broke my chair. Oh nice. <laughs> Like sitting in it or? Yeah. I don't even know. I mean, they're cheap Ikea chairs. Like right. no big deal. But something man. happened. No, you weren't. You're not that large. And then like <laughs> you sat down and there must have been a loose, loose screw or something or it was already being broken. Oh, and God, it was just so like, boom. It was, it was a prop awesome. chair. It was, like, it was awesome. like a Saturday Night Live chair. <laughs> Definitely was. <laughs> I did it on purpose. Perfect. Liam, I'm in, Liam I'm Brenna a, told I'm me to do it. I'm willing to take the fall for a good laugh. Yeah. Even if I don't yeah. remember it. <laughs> you broke a chair at Danielle's wedding as well. Sure. Wow. Why don't yeah. we just, oh, wow. I, didn't, I didn't break it. I fell off it. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. I was standing on it taking a video of the nuptials and it fell oh off. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. I was less right Oh, man. Then. But I'm curious, Janie, what like party planner Janie was in high, like when you were having parties oh, party versus party well, planning Janie. I had friends who had fake IDs and you know sure. back then they also found the green grass uh-huh and sure. so that was done outside because we lived in the woods it was like you know the Wachung Hills of Jersey sure um and you know there was lots of Bud Light Bush Light mm. sometimes Milwaukee's best sure the wow. beast yeah yeah, yeah. It is and you know all we did was sit around and play asshole all day mm. oh yeah okay so that was it I was Sounds really good at it though it. Yeah, really yeah. Does. always, always a designated driver. Oh, good. Somebody oh, we had that. designated drivers. Okay. I think that they were designated drivers. Yeah, designated. <laughs> Everybody to be looked a good to go less home. Drunk person. Everybody looked good to go home. Yeah. There was only one time where all of a sudden I saw the garage stairwell light go on, like somebody was home, Ooh. and all I hear is somebody running up the stairs as fast as they can. It's my sister, and she's like, "Jenny, mom's home. Clear everything out." Oh, like <laughs> mid party. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So like uh, my sister, a surprise came home. They were coming, they had gone shopping and were coming home and she was like, clear everything out. And we cleared everything out in trash bags and put them outside and everybody wow. just hung out. Cool. Like beers behind your back, <laughs> all the stuff. My mom came up. She's like, oh, you have people over? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, it and she just like, kept walking. Oh, great. She right. knew. She must have, right? Must've you known. can't not smell Milwaukee's she best. Yeah, once yeah, that they open. Oh, and you're yeah. telling me that like a bunch of teenagers were sipping it like primly oh, and no. not spilling it Absolutely everywhere? No. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. 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 This is, I'm always amazed that I made it out of, I had a couple epic parties at my parents' house when they were gone. And supposedly they didn't know, I think. But it's not possible. How I mean, we how didn't do they clean not up know that perfectly? Are right? You kidding me? I mean, granted, every weekend there seemed to be two trash bags of empty cans. <laughs> on the side of the road. Like, man, we really like, crashed the recycling a party every weekend. <laughs> Jeez, where are those coming from? Because nobody could take them home. Right. Did you, right, right, being right. that this is a food podcast, did you serve food at your parties? Mm-hmm. There was chips, but okay. people would bring stuff over. Yeah. There was not enough food, yeah. though, ever. Yeah, I had a couple parties not. where I started, when I really got into cooking, like I would grill, and I'd grill a bunch of ribs, or I'd grill, you know, chicken wings or something. But those were like smaller parties. I mean, it was not, yeah. food was not the priority. No. God, I, I literally never threw a party at my house I mean, I was terrified that my mother would find out. I was also like a very good girl. I very right. much identified I, with like being a good girl and not doing I things wrong. I was wrong too. And- I still am. <laughs> I was a bad boy. <laughs> Leather jackets only. This is why you guys, yeah. But so but you just sister, never had a party. My sister, the youngest, did throw oh, a party. So yeah. maybe it is youngest. kind of a either like an entitled white male thing or a youngest child yeah. thing. Yeah, I don't know. I was just starved for attention. I just needed to be. <laughs> I needed an outlet for my alcoholism, and I also needed a reason to be able to be pantless <laughs> around all of my friends. So, party yeah. at my house. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, you probably liked the, the like, performative oh, element of it, too, me? right? Yeah. yeah it was amazing. Yeah. 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 Right. Good food. Yeah. Back on track. We love food. Yes. 
I know. Tell we us, love food. Tell us about um, what you made for us today because oh we oh, just okay. ate like a crispy and soft in the middle. Why don't you shut up about it? Let her talk about it. I know, but I, I just You just wanna... were giving a little preview? Yeah, a little preview. Okay, great. <laughs> um, scallion pancakes. I love scallion pancakes. Yeah. I've been making them and eating them. Once I ate them, I was like, I need to know how to make these mm. so I can just make them forever. Mm-hmm. And I will slowly, hopefully one day teach Evelyn to make them so that yeah. she will make them for me and I don't have to anymore. And I can just yeah. enjoy the deliciousness. I love that. That's why and, we have uh, kids, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Do things for us. We'll, no other reason. We'll my food slave. Make my food. <laughs> um, so I've just been making them since I was a kid. Like I remember my uncle making them and showing them the different temperatures of water vaguely, which mm. I, I didn't install until like maybe this past like three or four years. Okay. And then the my dad making the water them. going into the mix. Yeah. Okay. Super important. Yeah. I don't use cold water. I've tried different temperatures. I even tried hot water, which mm. is if you use hot water, it's like a different style Okay. of a scallion pancake. Cause you said it was like three, it's flour, water, scallions. Mm-hmm. And what sort of flour? Oh, you just use AP flour. Okay. All purpose. And then what temperature water? Uh, I didn't look at the temperature, but I don't know, around 90 degrees. Okay. Yeah. Like a little warmer than that. Okay. Like, yeah. like nice pool mm. in the middle of the winter, yeah. like water. I like that. Yum. <laughs> bath water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gross. Yum. So you make it out of bath water. I make Old it out of bath water. It's delicious. No, but I always have like, you know, one of those water boiler systems. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, that you find at every Asian household. Yeah. Um, I am now one of those people and I use like half of that and then half cold water. Oh yeah. Tap water. Awesome. And so, but that's it. Yeah. And so it's the best. You make that and then everybody comes over and eats them and you're like, oh my God, it took me all day. I'm so glad you're enjoying them. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just you're insane. you're my closest friends. I oh, only wow. do this for my closest friends. I only friends. do this yeah. for you. Yeah, it's a labor of love. Yeah. But, it is. Yeah. Well, and they were so they're so crispy. Oh. They're like I definitely want to the next time I eat them I want to stuff them with something ridiculous. Like yeah. they just they could be a, such a good vehicle. I feel like I don't know. I was just feeling the like bare nature of it all. And then the dipper yeah. soy sauce, rice vinegar, sesame oil. A little bit of sesame oil. Oh, I didn't even put a little bit of the sesame oil. Okay. And then you can add some chili crisp if you want. That's yeah. like optional. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So being that this is our first show, like what we're doing in our segment is we're going to talk about kind of like what defines our food selves. Like what's our food history? What's our ideal meal? Like what's the thing that kind of defines like what our style of eating is? Because yeah. I have a very different food background than Corinne does. And, you know, everybody has their their food story. So like what is this? What is the scallion pancake? say about Janie or what's what's like a what is the story of this like from your childhood I know it's just something it's it's the dish that I always loved Mm. and it's kind of the opening of just trying different foods like Mm. understanding the different flavor understanding how to cook it too Mm. and wanting to try other new things because now I just I make that scallion pancake and I'll get some maitake mushrooms Mm. and some white onions Mm. and saute those up add an egg and have it over easy and then put that straight in there and that's it. And roll it up or? God. Yeah, just like a little taco, oh, yeah. however however Dude, you so want it. Sometimes I even just chop it up first Yeah. and then just kind of dip it in there with a little bit of egg. And you that you also mentioned, so you mentioned when we when we were eating it that it was like dope hangover food. Dope mm-hmm. hangover. I mean, it's so greasy, greasy. goodness. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But When you used olive oil, but like, and I was expecting, I was like, oh man, like, is it going to be too olive oily? But not at all. No. I mean, no. It's just delicious. No. <laughs> I think um, my friend, my chef friends were like, how do you get the grease out of it? I'm like, you press it out with paper yep. towels. <laughs> <laughs> it's a super food science technique. Super hard. <laughs> but you got to do it when it's hot, right? Because right. yeah. that's when you, you also, when you cook it, you make sure it's high heat. Totally. Not too high because you don't want to burn the crap out of it. Right. But it's, it's all the, it's like almost science, right? My dad's, my dad's a scientist. My yeah. brother's a scientist. My mm. mom's a nurse. My sister's also, I got three PhDs except for my mom and myself. Yeah. But I, I like Your to think I have a knew that you'd have little a bit of science. Yeah. <laughs> I know. They fucking knew. I do. Well, they had parties too. So oh, like, so, yeah. you Pop know, I was always the good kid, like yeah. bringing everybody their coffee oh. at like, like the age of thing. nine. Definitely not weird. Oh, that's not weird. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> oh, and I could hear them in Chinese, like, oh, your daughter's so good. She's like, just walking around with like yeah, coffee, an ashtray on like, top of oh. your head, like letting them ash into <laughs> yeah. your Can I get can I get you some sugar? Yeah. Can I get like, let me go get the milk for you? 
I like this. Do you well, need the, some more hot water? The thing about the scallion pancake too that I was just thinking is it's like ingredients that are in so many other things, but I've never eaten something like that before. But I've eaten flour, water, scallions com- combined together. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Hundreds of times. I've even tried to eat, add yeast and it just creates a different taste. And I almost feel like I'm eating pizza. But yeah. it's like, yeah, it's just so simple. Or something too. Yeah. It you know? kind of re- represents me. I'm so like, I like simple things, mm-hmm. yeah. but they're so delicious. I well, just, the other, you can't, sorry, you can't, um, there's like nothing to hide behind. Right. right. I mean, it's just like pure simplicity and that's, it can either be so fucking delicious yeah. or like not. Well, you can do it wrong. Fuck it for up. Sure. Oh, yeah, of course you can. Definitely. Well, a thousand percent. It's like, you know, you have, this is, we'll talk about it later when we talk about the things we're going to cook, but like, when you had like you were talking about kind of learning about cooking learning about food science a little bit with cooking this like if you have those three ingredients and then like you said you put it into like room temperature oil mm-hmm. or like the oil's too cold i remember that mm-hmm. was one of the first food lessons i ever learned is like one of the most important parts of cooking in oil is that it has to be the right temperature or it'll just whatever you're cooking will be a sponge for the mm. oil and just suck it up and it'll be disgusting and super heavy and greasy um, so it must be, there's like so much trial and error around God, something yeah. that's this simple. Yeah. It's super fun, right? Like yeah. I paid $9,000 at FCI to learn how to sear and bake <laughs> sure. like forever. Yeah. Sear and bake. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Totally. Got it. I will have that forever in my life. But yeah. like, and so, you know, I've got my parents teaching me that. I mean, my ma- my mom also knows how to cook too, but, um, my dad cooks most of the time. Uh, but, uh, I mainly learned at Chestnut. Um, working mm. for Chef Daniel Airdley. Okay. Um, sadly, our RIP, super mm. young um, mm. at the time, but he taught me everything. And it was like the food that I like yeah. to mm. eat, that yeah. I, I grew to like to eat in my 20s. Right. Mm-hmm. And so cooking American food, whatever the hell that means, mm. sure, which right. is like, I've got a new dish that I'm going to be teaching soon. It's just like a fresh pasta tortellini with a cashew ric- cashew ricotta mm. so it can be vegan okay. and a sage bermonte oh, yeah right wow. it's so simple right yeah, it's basic it's so yeah. like deep fried sage leaves on mm. top Yum. it just looks so pretty Yum. and it's fucking butter yeah Yum. I love butter One of my favorite things about uh fried sage leaves is how like when you fry them and they look it, they don't look done but you pull them out and they do that like yes. they look, like brittle so up beautiful my favorite thing well tell us about what do you mean by teach what do you mean by teach everybody oh well i am teaching classes at uncommon goods Mm -hmm. um, dot com uncommon experience hashtag uncommon experiences um and it randomly came like last year you know we're just kind of figuring out what the hell you want to do with yourself during the pandemic sure and i realized like i just want to cook yep i just want to cook i just want to like fuck everything else i just want to cook I want to get back in the kitchen. I don't know. I don't want to clean floors anymore, but I want to get back sure. in the kitchen. And I want to keep learning. So I started Just Cook Janny and just started doing videos and messing around. And then a friend of mine who I actually used to work with at foodnetwork.com was like, hey, um, not sure what you're planning to do with Just Cook Janny, but we're starting these experiences. Do you want to do it? I was like, sure. Why not? You awesome. know, like what I'm in no position to say no, right? If I want to build my following and sure. create this as a somewhat of, somewhat of a crazy business. I have no idea. So I just figured I'd do it. And so now I've been teaching, I've got four classes up right now and another one on the way. That's so rad. How, how do we find you? Um, justcookjanny.com. You can find me on TikTok or Instagram. Oh, oh. Yeah. TikTok. Just cook, just cook Janny is your Insta too, yeah. right? I always yeah. like picture like Keenan Wayans saying, just cook Janny. Nice. <laughs> I think we'd be good friends. I'm just saying. I hope he listens to this one wow, day. Wow, he does listen to the show. I think he would like. He, we'd be we'd be besties. Yeah, he um he is a big follower of our show. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic! Yeah, I can't wait. Many can't wait to meet you, Keenan. Yeah, Huge your fan. TikTok videos though those aren't cooking though. Those are mostly just the dancing videos. Some of it. No, I'm actually there's some like there's some cooking glasses. I was saying it's you with the oh, white fuck, shoes you know, with your mom jeans on oh. just doing like. I mean, I can if you want me to. If everybody, if everybody, if I get enough followers, I will absolutely do a dance. Okay, so I'll figure out what my outfit will be. Well, you can come on to Just Cook Mikey and my TikTok channel. And it's actually, it's just pimple popping videos. So it's, yeah. You know, those get a lot of views though. Oh, I watch, I watch at least 40 a night, every night. Oh God. It's my favorite thing in the world. It's so addicting. Oh, Why do we best. even watch the shit? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't That's know either. The question I'm asking. You mean I the pimple popping videos? Nonsense. Oh, it's amazing. It's, it's a sexual. It thing is for me, kind of gross. No. Okay. Come on. All right. Okay. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
Shut up, Renee. You love it. Um, so yeah, just cook yeah. Danny. Yeah. Across all Jenny. the platforms. All of them. Check them out. YouTube. Will we will do you have this recipe posted? Oh yeah, you can find oh. it online. I've got a video on it as Dope. well. You can also we'll, we'll link to it. We will link yeah. to it in the show yeah. notes. You can also yeah, I think I have one more class of scallion pancakes and I think they're gonna pause it for a while. Dope. So last class March March third. Okay. It would this will be out before I, then. Link so. in bio. Sign. I yeah, link would want bio. a I'd want a class. Because, I mean, yeah. that's just me. I love taking classes. But I just feel like I would fuck up because oh my it's God. just three ingredients. I would I would. Yeah. Not we like. would just do a class together. You don't. No. Free classes. Yeah. Free classes for you guys. Yeah. yeah. We don't want the free. Don't tell our listeners. They're very expensive <laughs> classes. Sign up. Pay the full price. Oh, my God. They're not even that expensive. No. But, yeah. But um, the they're like 25, 30 bucks. <gasps> oh, that's awesome. Really? And you can, like, do it with a friend. Yeah, that's rad. Do okay. the class. Do the do, class. I mean, make these scallion pancakes. Do the class. <laughs> yeah. Make the pancakes. Yeah. They were unbelievable. I think the, the one of the things about having the visual for it or having the class behind it is that I was picturing something different when I thought of the scallion pancakes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm picturing something fluffier or something like the, the, the texture and what it ended up being was unique. And I wouldn't have known that that was what the end goal was going to be. Yeah. Master yeah. Kong makes a completely different style. They're like mm. a different area in China, I okay. want to say. I can't remember which side it is. But yeah. like they definitely use hot, hot water because it almost cooks the dough. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then say, it creates more layers mm. in that way. Okay. But this is the way I've I've made it with my uncle and my dad. Does it taste the same as when you were a kid? I don't know. Okay. I just, I think so. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Oh, it's a long time ago. I know. Yeah. Well, it's so, it's so interesting because I was talking to Caldo mm-hmm. uh, when, when we were in San Francisco. So restaurant owner. Yeah, um, owns Lolo in San Francisco. Yep. Delicious restaurant. Delicious nice. restaurant. Um, Mexican guy cooks this beautiful Mexican food. Jaliskin cuisine specifically. Jaliskin cuisine specifically. And so he was talking about like the, he thinks so much about the alchemy of people's hands mm. that are mm. making the actual oh. thing right so like because i say i can't i've never made my grandma's sauce in exactly the way that she made it and so i've just embraced that and i'm like making my version of the yeah. sauce no totally. and i'm like i don't i have all the same ingredients i have all the and he says like well what about her pot that she used it in what about her hand you know totally. there's different oils on her mm. hands and different she was using a different hand soap to wash her hands right so I never really thought about that, but mm. I just think it's such an interesting science. Yeah, right. It's all well, about science. So See, it's I science, am smart. I don't need like, a PhD. I'm freaking oh, yeah. smart. <laughs> I'm so smart. It's also so romantic. Yeah. Think about that. Like yeah. maybe like your sweet grandma's chubby hands, like were able to like full you know form this dough in a way that you know that your sinewy, lovely hands can't. <laughs> I don't know. What was it? My um, my grandmother would always put a specific lotion on, and there's sometimes like was there a little bit of a hint of uh, oh yeah, of that, uh, yeah. yeah. Is this mentholictus? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, her food rub? was fantastic. She's yeah. another one that I'm like still like kind of trying to remember her recipes mm. and trying to rediscover. Yeah, beautiful. So like grandma's cucumbers, which you guys oh, have made. Yeah. Those are my grandma's. So yeah. yummy. Super Do you have easy. For that? Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. Those are delicious. Mm-hmm. All the recipes. Awesome. Slowly, slowly, but surely getting them up there. Well, That's thanks awesome. for coming on. Thanks for having me. So it was so fun. So fun. So just Always. cook Janny on all the platforms. Just cook Janny. Just cook Janny. <laughs> Count that. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh my God. That was so fun. We love Janny and we hope that you will love her too. Yeah. And love her up on all of her platforms um under Just Cook Janny. Those were seriously the best pancakes I've ever eaten. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about any pancakes in my future being fluffy no. light pancakes. I want every sweet and savory pancake to be the crispy, oily, blistery love in that I got in my mouth yes. from Janny. Yes. You're welcome. We are um, quite hyperbolic on the show, but there was no hyperbole when we were eating those pancakes. No. They were just freaking delicious. And she told us so many funny stories. I love hearing about people's food histories and party histories and all the things. We had so many laughs. Um, 
as always, reach out to us. The best way to reach out to us is Instagram um, at Mikey and Rin. That's kind of the quickest way for us to get back to you and the way that we see it the most. You can also email us through our website, which is now MikeyandRin.com. If you go to MikeyandRinStand.com, it'll redirect to Mikey and Rin. Um, but yeah, go check it out. It's super cute. We're building everything out. I hope you like the new show. Let us know. We are so happy to be with you again in this format. Amen. And you know what, Rindog? We're going to land at like 10 seconds under an hour. We said we want to do an hour. We're going to nail it on the nose. We did it. Let's eat something in celebration. Love you guys. Are we singing on the way out? (laughs) Cha-cha-cha. If you've been with us, you know what cha-cha-cha means. Love you guys.